0: Welcome to the Faith Lift Radio Podcast, where doubt is destroyed and your faith is lifted. Here's today's message from Dr. Glenn. Well, hello, 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 everyone. Praise God. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad. It's so glad you could join me today. Whatever you are, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord bless you. Glory to God forever. All right now, ladies and gentlemen, let's uh, bow head and let's pray as we go into the Word of God tonight. Uh, Father, we want to thank you tonight for the Word of God, and we want to thank you for the wonderful people of God. Lord, I thank you tonight that, de- that you will think through my mind and speak through my lips. Thank you for these, your wonderful people that God hears to hear, mind to understand, And heart to receive the word of God in Jesus name. Amen. I want to talk to you about the spirit of the joy of the Lord. So if you have your Bible, open your Bible with me please to Romans chapter 14. That is our foundational text. And we're going to look at verse 17. Romans chapter 14 and verse 17 please. Romans chapter 14 and verse 17. What does the Bible tells us? The Bible tells us for the kingdom of God... Is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Now lift up one hand and put one hand on your heart. Put your right hand on your heart and lift up your right your left hand and say with me, The kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but what? Righteousness. Everybody shout, shout righteousness, then what? Peace and then what? Joy in the Holy Ghost. Now other Bible will tell you joy by the Holy Ghost or the joy of the holy ghost can you say amen so in which way the kingdom of god is not meat and drink but righteousness peace joy in the holy ghost joy by the holy ghost and the joy of the holy ghost can you say amen praise god forevermore now what what paul described to you was the sequence in your christian life all right, what happened to you when you got born again? When you got born again, you were declared the righteousness of God. That means you have been justified. And the moment that you were justified, you received the peace of God. So righteousness, which is the nature of God, deposited into your spirit man. Are you listening? and you received the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Not because of what you did, but because of whom you received. Then, because of that, you had peace with God. Now, the scripture is very clear. There are two kinds of peace, justifying peace and sanctifying peace. Justifying peace is peace with God. Sanctifying peace is the peace of God. And then, because you've you've been declared righteous, and you received the peace, uh, peace with God, ladies and gentlemen, Now you've got joy in the Holy Ghost. Joy, everybody say, joy in the Holy Ghost is my portion. It didn't say happiness because happiness depends on happenings. Say that with me, please. Happiness depends on happenings. Now, but joy is an inner force. Joy is an inner force. Happiness is temporal, joy is eternal. Happiness is temporal. Joy is eternal. Happiness is conditional. Whereas joy is positional. Can you say amen? Happiness depends on your condition. But, But joy is all about your position. Now you need to understand, when you study the Bible, you'll understand what is known as The believer's standing and the believer's state. Or the believer's position and the believer's condition. Now the believer's condition can change and fluctuate. But the believer's position never change because it is in our redemption. Can you say amen? Can you say amen? So happiness is about condition. Whereas joy is about your position. Can you say amen? I'm going to give you about five or six things today. Amen. About joy. The spirit of the joy of the Lord. First thing, we notice that the Bible says the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. So, write this down. Number one, joy is a kingdom element. Joy is a kingdom element or a kingdom issue. Anyone in the kingdom of god will have oh anyone that is truly in the kingdom of god will have the expression of the joy of the lord can you say amen to that can you say amen joy is a kingdom element it's a kingdom issue and anyone in the kingdom will have, or has, the expression, the expression of the joy of the Lord. In other words, joy is to be our lifestyle. The early church had the expression of the joy of the Lord. Now, look at Acts chapter 13 and verse 52. What are we told? Acts chapter 13 and verse 52. And the disciples... We're, filled, were all filled with joy and with the Holy Ghost. So you can see, ladies and gentlemen, that the early church had the hallmark of the joy of the Lord. A true born-again believer walks and expresses the joy of the Lord. Can you say amen? Why do you think the Bible tell you? tells you, restore to me the joy of my salvation? Praise God. Because one of the things that followed you when you gave your life to Jesus and was immediately born again was the weight was taken off and now joy came into your life. Can you say amen? Praise be to Jesus. Now, uh, since Jesus said the kingdom of God is within you and the kingdom of God is not meat and drink but righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. So if the kingdom is in you and the kingdom element is joy, then joy is in you. Can you say amen? Can you put your hand in your heart and say with me, right now, joy is resident inside of me. Can you say it again? Say right now, joy is resident on the inside of me glory to God. The Apostle Paul was somebody who was addicted to the spirit of joy. Let me say it again. The Apostle Paul was somebody who was addicted. He had an addiction to the spirit of joy. Paul was addicted to to the joy of the Lord, and he was addicted to singing, are you listening? This is why he tells you in the book of Philippians, chapter 4 and verse 4, Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say unto thee, rejoice. All right? He's talking to the Philippian church, and he's talking to them from jail. All right? And he tells them, Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say unto thee, rejoice. In First Thessalonians chapter 5, And verse 16 till verse 18, what does the great apostle Paul tells us? He says, rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Now, ladies and gentlemen, uh Some people say, I don't know what the will of God is for my life. He just told you. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God inside of you. So, you can see here that the Apostle Paul was addicted to the joy of the Lord. He was addicted to praising the Lord. You'll see this in Acts chapter 16 and verse 22. It says, And the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates ran off their clothes and commanded to beat them. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. Now, they've been beaten up, shackled up now, whom having such received such a charge, the jailer thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in stocks. Not a good position. Not a good view, right? Backs bleeding. Hands in in chains, feet in stocks. But look at verse 25. Verse 25 says, At midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. Sang praises unto God. Paul rejoiced in the prison. Shackle my hands, shackle my feet, lock me up in the jail, but you can't steal my song. You cannot steal my song. Can you say amen? Glory to God. At midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them, and suddenly there was a great earthquake, and the, that the foundation of the prison was shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's bands were loosed. Can you see here how that the apostle Paul had an addiction to the spirit of joy? Can you say amen? Praise God. God will turn your mourning into dancing. Glory to God. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 15. Let's see what the apostle Paul tells us here. He says, don't be drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled. The Greek text says, but be continuously filled, but be being filled with the spirit. Don't be drunk with wine, but be drunk with the wine of the Holy Spirit. Be drunk with the wine of the Holy Spirit. Well, how do you do that? Well, he tells you in verse 19, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. There's a, that there's word again, spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Spiritual songs, amen, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and for Father and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Can you say amen? Praise God. Can you see here how Paul had the spirit of praise? He had the spirit of the joy of the Lord. Amen. No matter where they put him. In fact, I was reading this morning in the, from the Message Bible in the book of Philippians. He says, I don't care what these people do. Amen, I've made up my mind I'm going to to rejoice in the Lord I'm going to rejoice in the Lord So, are you like the Apostle Paul Who is addicted are Are you addicted to the spirit of the joy of the Lord I am addicted to the joy of the Lord Can you say amen Praise be to Jesus Can you say amen All right. so number one We've discovered that joy is a kingdom element anyone like the apostle paul in the kingdom of god has the expression and the addiction to the joy of the lord number two glory to god so before we go any further are you singing are you clapping your hands if you just come to church and any time the prison worship is going on you never clap your hands you never raise your hands you never sing unto the lord you don't have, you're not displaying the hallmark of Christianity. Because the hallmark of the early church, the hallmark, amen, the expression of a true born again believer is there will be praise and joy in their lives. Can you say amen? Can you say hallelujah? Number two, number two, I want you to write, I want you please to write this down. Joy is within you because the kingdom of God is within you. And the Holy Spirit is within you because joy so joy is within you because joy is a fruit of the Spirit. Joy is within you. You may not be feeling joyful right now and feeling happy right now, but I want you to understand that joy, come on, put your hand in your heart, and say joy is within me right now. It is resident within me right now. Because joy is the fruit, is a fruit of the Spirit. Now, let's look at the New Bible here. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. So now, many times we have just Um, assume that it's just talking about the Holy Spirit and it is of course all right but if you go to Galatians chapter 6 and verse 18 Galatians chapter 6 and verse 18 brethren the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit so Paul was talking about the condition of the human spirit and it says the fruit of the spirit, the fruit of the born against spirit, because the Holy Spirit is intertwined with your spirit, uh, is what? Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. Can you say amen? So so f- joy is within you because joy is a fruit of, Of the reborn, recreated spirit man Because the Holy Ghost is there And that these are his fruit Can you say amen, praise the Lord Can you say praise the Lord Can you say thank you Jesus Now number three Number three, praise the Lord Number three I want you to write this down Number three, this is so important The spirit of faith Is the spirit of joy When you are operating in the spirit of faith, it is not the spirit of grumbling. It is not the spirit of whining. It is not the spirit of murmuring. The spirit of faith is the spirit of the joy of the Lord. Can you say amen? So anyone claiming to be walking and operating by faith will be displaying the joy of the Lord. Can you say amen? All right. So the spirit of faith everybody repeat after me the spirit of faith is the spirit of the joy of the Lord. Second Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 13. what does the Bible tells us? second Corinthians chapter 4 verse 13 says we having the same spirit of faith we having the same spirit of faith Now we know for sure that Abraham had a spirit of faith, right? And so, how did Abraham operate in faith? Well, let's go to Romans chapter 4. Romans chapter 4. We are going to read, praise the Lord. We're going to read Romans chapter 4, please. Let's read verse 19. And being not weak in faith, uh, um, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about a 100 years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith. How? How was he strong in faith? Giving glory to God. Giving glory to God. How was Abraham strong in faith? Because the spirit of faith Is the spirit of the joy of the Lord. You cannot claim to be walking by faith, uh, displaying the spirit of faith, and then have the spirit of murmuring. Faith and murmuring do not go together. Let me say it again. Faith and murmuring do not go together. Remember what I told you about the word murmur. The word murmur comes from the French word, murmur, which means a wall, wall. So the more you murmur, the more you're, you're building a wall around your life. No, the spirit of faith is the spirit of the joy of the Lord. Okay. Now, Peter tells us this. Look at First Peter chapter 1, 1 Peter chapter 1, and look at verse 6. First Peter chapter 1 and verse 6, please. Says wherein you greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, you are in heaviness through manifold temptations. All right, now, that the trial of your faith being much more precious than that of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Now, look at verse 8. Look at verse 8. I want want you to pay close attention to verse 8 and verse 9. Look what it says here. Whom, having not seen, you love. How many of you right now, you've never seen Jesus, but you love Jesus, right? I've never seen him physically with my physical eyes, but I love the Lord Jesus Christ. All right? Now, look in your Bible, please. He says, now watch this, watch this. He says, in whom... Though now you see him not, but yet believe I don't see him, but yet I believe Now let's translate that into our lives I don't see the healing, but yet I believe for the healing I don't see the breakthrough I don't see the house I don't see the job I don't see the car, but yet I'm believing I'm believing for the car. I'm believing for the house. I'm believing for the job. I'm believing for the healing. All right? You believe. Now, watch this. Now, you don't see it, but yet you believe. Now, lift up your hands and say with me, even when I don't see it, I believe it. Even when I don't see it, I believe it. All right? And then it says, you rejoice. Now, what I want you to do is to circle the word believe and put a number one there. Then it says, you rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Rejoicing with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Put number two. So circle these words. Rejoicing with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Then verse nine, receiving, receiving, receiving the end of your faith. Receiving the end of your faith. Now notice. So circle the word receiving the end of your faith. Right, circle them and put the word put the number three. So you've got one, two, three. Everybody say one, two, three. Now notice the word believing, then receiving. Everybody say believing, then receiving. Then it says receiving the end. Now by the word says where well it says receiving the end. Of your faith. Write the word manifestation. Write the word manifestation. Now. So notice something here. If you can receive. The end of your faith. Which be the manifestation. But it began first of all. By believing. So believing and receiving. Believing and receiving. Now when did we hear that before? Well you've heard it a few times. Jesus said. In Mark 11. Mark eleven twenty four. 24 What does the master say Jesus said Therefore I say unto you What things soever you desire When you pray You desire it but you don't see it A desire You have a desire but you don't have it in your hands Now how do I get into my hands When you pray That's number one Believe that you receive And you shall have them Believe that you receive, and you shall receive them manifestation. That's the receiving at the end. Now, now I want to go back to what Peter says. Receiving the end of your faith. Everybody say, receiving the end of my faith. Well, that's where we would like to be. The receiving of the end of your faith will result in the manifestation of your job, the manifestation of your house, the manifestation of your healing, the manifestation of your breakthrough. This is when you physically tangibly, have it in your little hot hand. Are you listening? When you have it in your little hot hand. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if this is the end of your faith, well, for you to have an end, there must be a beginning. So you have the beginning and then the end, right? What is the beginning of your faith? Believing without seeing. Praying and believing without seeing is the beginning of your faith. The end of your faith is the receiving The full physical manifestation of your breakthrough But between 1 and 3 The number 2 is sandwich Are you listening? Between number 1 and number two, and number 3 The number 2 is sandwich What is sandwich between number 1? Believing, praying And number 3, receiving It says What does it say? It says Hallelujah Amen. Look at your Bible, uh, verse, verse eight again. Yet believing, you rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. So I want you to write this down. All right. <clears throat> Beginning of your faith is what praying and believing. The middle of your faith is what rejoicing with unspeakable and unspeakable joy and full of glory. And the end of your faith is the receiving. So what must you do between praying, believing, and actually receiving in your hands? You've got to rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Stop griping, stop moaning, stop complaining, stop grumbling, but start praising God. Start clapping your hands. Start rejoicing in the Lord and do like what the Apostle Paul did. Let me show you how the Apostle Paul did it. He's a, he's a typical example of this. All right, Paul in prison, okay, at midnight, Acts 16. You just read that, Acts 16, all right, Acts chapter 16. Look what it says here, Acts chapter 16, please. Verse 25, at midnight, now remember, his back is whipped, he's bleeding, He's been thrown in jail into the inner dungeon. At midnight, Paul and Silas prayed. What did he do? He prayed. That's the beginning of his faith. He's in jail. He's locked up. His back is bleeding. He's against the wall. His back is against the wall. And his hands are in chains. His feet on stalks. It doesn't look very good. But he begins with his faith. He begins to pray. Praying what? Believing prayer. And then look at verse 26. Suddenly there was a great earthquake. That's the end of their faith. Are you listening? All the prison doors were open. Glory to God. Amen. And everyone's bands were loose. That's the end of the faith. But what was the middle of the faith? He sang praises unto God. He sang praises praises unto God. So I need you to write this down. Paul in prison at midnight began to pray. That's the beginning of his faith. And they sang praise unto God. That's the middle of their faith. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were open, and everyone's bands were loose. That's the end of their faith. You can see the beginning, the middle, and the end. And between the beginning and the end, Paul was praising the Lord. He was praising the Lord. Can you say amen? All right, let me show you another example of beginning, middle, and the end of your faith. Because many of you, it's not uh, the reason why you're not getting to the, re- the end of your faith is because you think that the moment you, you pray, that's all you're going to do. And then you start griping. No, 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 no. Between believing and receiving, you've got to rejoice. You've got to praise God. You've got to display the joy of the Lord. Can you say amen? Now, Luke chapter 17, verse 12 to verse 19. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers. How many men? Ten men that were lepers. Now, when leprosy was an incurable disease at that time... And uh, the nose will begin to fall off. Fingers will begin to fall off. I mean, they'll just talk about somebody falling apart. They were falling apart, literally. They were falling apart, literally. All right. Now, look what the Bible says here. So these 10 lepers came uh, from a distance and they stood afar off. Now, look at the beginning of their faith. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So that's the beginning of their faith. They're calling upon Jesus. They're praying for something to happen. And when he saw them, he said to them, Go show yourselves unto the priests. Remember what I told you about. The healing of the leprosy is a messianic miracle. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. Verse 15. They were cleansed. They were healed. One of them, when he saw that he was healed. How many? One. There were ten. But only one. When he saw that he was healed, turned back, and with a loud voice, glorified God. So he began with a request. Now, that's the middle of his faith. He shouts unto God with a loud voice, and glorifies God. That's the middle of his faith then he fell down on his feet uh, on his face at his feet giving him thanks giving him Jesus thanks amen the draw of the Lord praising the Lord As he, and he was a Samaritan and Jesus said now hear what Jesus said were there not ten cleansed where are the nine they didn't praise the Lord there are not found that return to give glory to God save this stranger Same thing is happening today. You see a lot of people standing there gormless in church. All right. They are not found that return to give glory to God. Okay. Save this stranger. And he said unto him, arise. Now look at the end of this faith. Go thy way. Thy faith has made thee whole. He was not just healed and cleansed, but he was made whole. In other words, his nose was restored. His fingers were restored. Uh, his toes were restored. Can you say amen? Glory to God. So he began with a request. He praised the Lord. He glorified God. That's the middle of his faith. Amen. And the ending of his faith, ladies and gentlemen, he was cleansed. Amen. Can you say amen? So, so, so heal, uh, um, joy is your access to your healing. Can you say amen? So the spirit of faith is the spirit of the joy of the Lord. Can you say amen? Number four, write this down, please. Number four, and then I'm going to show you quickly how to do this. Number four, joy is not only a fruit of the spirit, but it is a force. As a force, it is a weapon of mass destruction in the camp of the enemy. Joy as a force it's not just a fruit to cultivate, to give you a lifestyle of joy. Are you listening? When you have a lifestyle of joy, depression cannot stick to you. Say that with me. Say that with me. When I have the lifestyle of joy, depression cannot stick to me. Say it again. When I have the lifestyle of joy, depression cannot stick to me. Say it again. When I have a lifestyle of joy, worry cannot. And depression cannot stick to me. Say it again. Say it again. When I have a lifestyle of joy, depression and worry cannot stick to me. Now, now, if you don't, if you're not walking in the joy of the Lord, check your word level. Check the church where you're going. Their word level. Jesus said, "These things I have spoken unto you, that your joy might be complete." That your joy, the Bible says what the Bible tells you, that your joy might be complete. So joy as a force is a weapon of mass destruction in the camp of the enemy. Jehoshaphat proved that. Are you listening? Uh, The walls of Jericho, uh, the children of Israel, that prove that through praise and the blowing of the trumpets and shouting unto God with a voice of triumph, Praise God. Praise in the Lord. Amen. Acted like a weapon of mass destruction and brought the walls of Jericho down. Paul and Silas showed us how joy and praise acts like a weapon of mass destruction when it calls an earthquake. Can you say amen? When it calls an earthquake. Can you say amen? But I want you to write this down. As with any force joy must be released in order for it to be effective it won't do any good if you try to bottle up joy and keep it to yourself no 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 you've got to release joy you've got to 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 release the force of joy and watch it perform on your behalf and transform your life and those around you. Let me say it again. As a force, joy must be released in order for it to be effective. It won't do anything if you bottle up the force, the spirit of joy, or keep it to yourself. You need to learn to release joy and watch it perform for you. Watch it perform for you and transform the lives of those around you when paul released the force of joy not only not only was there an earthquake that released him but everyone else's man were loosed it transformed the people around them can you say amen so as a weapon force the force of joy must be released number 5 please quickly number 5 and I'm going to go back to that in a minute. Joy is your pathway to healing. We've already said that, right? Joy is your pathway, your access to a life of healing, health, and life. Divine healing, divine health, and divine life. Proverbs 17, verse 22 says, A merry heart doeth good like a medicine. A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. You want to walk in health? Have a lifestyle of joy. Have a lifestyle of laughing. Have a lifestyle of laughter. Have a lifestyle of rejoicing. Have a lifestyle of singing. Can you say amen? Praise God. Can you say hallelujah? So joy is your pathway and your access to healing. Let me go back to number six now. Let's go to number six. Joy as a force needs to be released in order for you, you, Benoit, amen, you Mary Little you Catherine in Canada you need to learn to release joy the force of joy has to be released in order for you to see its effect its effects on the natural realm unless you release the spirit of joy like the apostle Paul released the force of joy that triggered an earthquake and cause every prison door to be opened. And every, every, every man's bands to be loosened. Can you say amen? You've got to release it. Come on, put your hand in your heart. Say with me, I've got to release the joy of the Lord and stop bottling the joy of the Lord. Can you say amen? Can you say hallelujah? All right, so joy as a force needs to be released for you. To see its effects On the natural realm Now let me show you uh, Because of time Let me give you quickly Three effects of joy How joy will act as a weapon Of mass destruction And what will be the effects Joy is the cause And the effects will be Mass destruction in the camp of the enemy Now What's the effects of joy Number one it will silence the enemy Psalms 8, look at your Bible, please. Psalms 8, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Come on, say, thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Verse 2, Psalms 8 and verse 2 says, Out of the mouth of babies and suckling thou hast ordained strength. That Jesus used the same verse and said, Thou hast ordained praise because of your enemies, that you might still the enemy and the avenger. That you might silence the the enemy and the avenger. Can you say, "Amen"? So the first effects of joy is that it will silence the enemy. I was telling the guy, uh, the, the guy today at lunchtime, uh, the, the ventriloquist, the ventriloquist, um, Jeff Dan, Jeff Dunham. All right, he has this. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you've seen it on YouTube. Um, Ahmed, the dead terrorist, and he would keep saying, "Silence." I kill you. Okay. Silence, I kill you. You ought to watch this, Benoit, on uh, on um, on YouTube, Ahmed the Dead Terrorist, where he says, Silence, I kill you. All right. Now listen. So when you're praising the Lord, when you're walking in the joy of the Lord, you're gonna silence the enemy. You need you need to shut the enemy. Notice it says, You will silence, you will still the enemy. Praise God. Amen. And the avenger, the accuser, the way you shut the mouth of the enemy, amen, shut down the accusation of the devil is by giving God praise and walking in the joy of the Lord. Can you say amen? The second effects of joy is that it will bring ambushment and confusion in the camp of the enemy. When Jehoshaphat began to sing and praise and rejoice before the Lord, and all he did was sing one simple song, praise the Lord for his mercy endure forever. Glory to God. That's just one line. Just, I mean, sometimes you know, in some of these new modern songs just irritates me to no end because you got to remember all these words like "Lord, Lord of mercy, Lord have mercy." Look at all these words: "Oh, good grief, Almighty, good God, Almighty." You got to remember all these words. But if you remember some of the old songs, it's just a few words, a few words. Amen. Just a few words. Just like what uh, Jehoshaphat did. Praise the Lord for His mercy endureth forever. For the Lord is good and His mercy endureth forever. For the Lord is good and His mercy endureth forever. Come on. Lift up your hands with me and say that with me. For the Lord is good and His mercy endureth forever. Praise ye the Lord for His mercy endureth forever. Praise God. And as the dead, the Bible says God set ambushment, confusion in the camp of the enemy, and they turn against one another. The second effects of you praising God, walking in the joy of the Lord, is that God will confuse your enemy. Praise God. Can you say hallelujah? Can you say hallelujah? The third effects, the third effect. That uh, in the natural of your rejoicing And your praising the Lord Is that there will be an earthquake To that which has bound you Glory to God There will be a what? An earthquake There's there's about to be a whole lot of shaking going on Glory to God Amen Jerry Lewis Amen There's a whole lot of shaking going on Well There's going to be a whole lot of shaking going on In the realm of darkness Can you say amen? Can you say amen? Can you lift up your hands and say with me There's a whole lot of shaking going on There's a whole lot of shaking going on. Praise God. God's about to give an earthquake to your prison doors, to your prison, to the cell. Amen. Whatever cancer cell, negative cell that has tried to block you. Glory to God. As you display the joy of the Lord, the effects on this cell, it will have to loose you and let you go. Loose me. Come on. Lift up your hands and say, loose me and let me go. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Now, because of time, let me show you how to release the force of joy. How do you release it? Amen. How do I release joy? And you ought to be doing this this Sunday in church. You ought to be doing this. Praise God. Every time you go to church, uh, David said, I was glad when this said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. David danced before the Lord with all his might. Uh, Miriam danced before the Lord. Can you say amen? Miriam got a hold of a tambourine and began to praise God. Can you say hallelujah? Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. So how do we release the force of joy? The force of joy is released uh, Through your praise. Through your praise. At midnight, Paul and Silas began to sing, began to pray and sing praises unto God. The Bible tells me sing praises unto God. Sing praises for God is the king over all the earth. Praise God. Hallelujah. From the rising of the sun until the going down, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Can you shout amen? Psalm 16 and verse 11 says... In in your presence is fullness of joy. Psalms 42 and verse 4 says, And went with them to the house of God with the voice of joy and praise. With the voice of joy and praise. Praise, joy has a voice. Say that with me, please. Amen. Praise and joy has a voice and the voice of joy is the voice of victory can you shout amen say with me the voice of joy is the voice of victory the voice of joy is the voice of victory and as you begin to praise God we bring a sacrifice of praise we don't bring a sacrifice of animals today. We don't bring a sacrifice of a, of, of a lamb today. We bring a sacrifice, the sacrifice of our lips, your praise. Can you say this with me? Say, with, say this with me. My praise is my passage to my promised land. My joy is my passage to my promised land. Thank you, Jesus. So you release the force of joy through praise. Amen. Number two, write this down, please. You release the force of joy in your life to see the effects of joy. Amen. The, uh, ambushment against the enemy, the walls coming down through dancing, through dancing. Some of you, when you go to church, you look like you've been baptized in lemon juice. All right. Some of you look like you should be in, the in London, in, the uh this um, uh what do you call them thing now um, the wax museum all right you just stand there do nothing. you never clap your hands, you never raise your hands, you never smile, you never dance before the Lord. you ought to be in Madame Tussauds okay so <laughs> glory to God that's if you don't know that is you, when you go to London go to uh, Baker Street okay and you'll see the wax museum. All right it's released through dance. Come on, say with me, I will dance before the Lord. I will dance before God. Some of you used to dance in nightclubs, but you won't dance in church. You won't dance before the Lord. No, 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 no. You are to dance before the Lord. Glory to God. Jeremiah chapter 31 verse 13 tells us, uh, rejoice in the dance, both young man and old together for I will turn their mourning into joy and will comfort them and I will make them rejoice from their sorrow. Joy is released. Amen amen, the force of joy is released when you dance before God in your praise and worship. How many of you will tell me today and agree with me that this Sunday when you go to church, you're going to dance before the Lord. You're going to give God some praise. You're going to give, you're going to give God some, a little dance. Amen. You're going to do a little jig before the Lord. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? Come on. Say with me, I dance before the Lord. I will dance before the Lord. I will dance before the Lord like David danced. I will dance before the Lord like Miriam danced. Glory to God. I will dance before the Lord. Hallelujah. Like the saints of old, I have the oil of gladness in me. God has anointed me with the oil of gladness. Glory to God. Can you say amen, amen, amen? All right. Joy is released through not just your praise, your singing before the Lord, your dance, but joy is released through your shout, through your shout. Uh, Psalms 47 and verse 1 says, uh, all right, Psalms 47 and verse 1 says, oh, clap your hands, all your people, shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Can you say amen? Oh, clap your hands. I'm going to clap my hands. I'm going to tap my feet. Glory to God. Amen. Oh, clap your hands, all your people, shout unto God with the voice of triumph, not with the voice of complaint, but with the voice of triumph. Can you say amen? Can you shout? Can you give God a Shabbat praise? Can you give God a Shabbat shout glory to God? Can you say amen? Numbers 23 and verse 19 to verse 21. God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Has he said it, shall he not do it? Has he spoken and shall he not make it good? Behold, I have received commandment to bless He has blessed and I cannot reverse it. Now look at verse 21. He has not beheld iniquity in Jacob. Now watch this now. Jacob, Israel. Neither has he seen perverseness in Israel. The Lord his God is with him and the shout of a king is among them. Do you have the shout of a king among you? Do you have the shout of a king among you or do you have the whimper of a dead dog inside of you. Are you listening? I remember I told you many times before. Years ago, I was visiting my aunt, okay? My dad said, you're going to go visit your aunt and your and your granny. I said, okay. He said, but remember, granny called and said there is a, um, your grandma, we used to call her Mamadore. okay? okay? Uh, your grandma, Mama Dor, called and said, they have a dog, now you got to be careful of the dog. Now, in my mind, I thought it was going to be a big, huge, German shepherd. Right? Or oh, that, that's going to be barking ferociously at us. So, me and my dad went there. My dad said, Beware of the dog. And then, when we got there, we saw the dog. The dog came out. He was all frail. He looked at me and went, Woof, woof. I got a bark because I got a bark. But he had no bark inside of him. Some of us, we don't have the shout of a king. We don't have the roar of a lion within us. Are you listening to me now? But the Bible tells us that within God's people is the shout of a king that is among them. Come on, can you lift up your hands with me and say, I've got the shout of a king inside of me. Say it again. I've got the shout, the roar of a lion inside of me. So you release, you release the force of joy through The voice of triumph. Can you say amen? And the shout of a king. Then you release the force of joy through laughter. Through what? Laughter. Everybody say through laughter. Job says, at calamities and destruction, at famine, you shall laugh. That's what Job says, right? At famine, at calamities and adversities, you will laugh. Amen. The Bible tells you in Psalms 2, why do the heathen rage? Amen and the wicked imagine the vain imagination against the holy one and his anointed. Praise God. Amen. And they said, "Let us break his bands asunder. They want to get rid of Jesus, but the Bible says, "He that sitteth in the heaven shall laugh. He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh." God laughs at people. But the, but the reason why he laughs is because he's sitting in heaven. And the, this is why I told you that Joy is positional, not condition. It's about your position. So so you release the force of joy through laughter when you realize your position. I am seated together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Can you say amen? Praise God. And then we're gonna close with this. So it's laugh. You're gonna laugh at the devil. Ha ha ha, devil. Ha ha ha. Do like what Job says: at famine and at destruction you shall laugh. Hallelujah. I laugh at famine. I laugh at adversities. Praise God. I laugh at destruction. Why? Because I am seated together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Can you say amen? The moment you begin to laugh, the moment you begin to dance, the moment you begin to clap your hands, the moment you begin to dance, the moment you begin to give God some unrestrained praise, glory to God, God inhabits the praises, the joy of his people. Now, look at me closely. God doesn't like to hang around sour pusses. Are you listening? God doesn't like to hang around what? Sour pusses. God loves to hang around people who are joyful. When you are joyful and you display the joy of the Lord, you are a magnet to the hand of God. You are a magnet to the miracles of God. You are a magnet to the blessings of God. Come on, come on. Clap your hands right now. Come on, clap your hands right now. Shout right now. Glory to God. Laugh a little bit right now. Praise a little bit right now. Come on, give God some praise. Give God a little roar. Give God a little roar right now. Give God a little roar right now. If you know you're saved, glory to God. You know know the old song, if you know you're happy, clap your hands. If you know that you're saved, clap your hands. If you know that you're filled with the Holy Ghost, give God a little whoop whoop Amen. If you know that you've got the joy of the Holy Ghost, the joy uh, in the Holy Ghost and joy by the Holy Ghost, lift up your hands right now and say, my miracle is coming. Praise God. I'm going to receive the end of my faith, but between believing and receiving, I am going to be rejoicing before the Lord. And my, 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 my time is out. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Faith Lift Radio podcast. For more information about Dr. Glenn and how to offer your financial support, log on to glennarechion.org.